0: Hello and welcome to the Oxford Clay Pottery podcast. I'm Katherine Tomlinson and I founded Oxford Clay, an eco-conscious pottery company. So on this podcast we're going to be talking about all things pottery related, often with an eco-conscious twist and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's go! Hello and welcome back to the Oxa Clay Pottery Podcast. I'm Catherine and today we're going to be talking about three barriers potters face when um, sort of trying to be more eco-conscious in their pottery practice. Um, It's not easy you know so we'll talk we'll sort of talk around talk about the three um, areas that um, you know can be quite tricky and then um, you know what potters can do about it really. Okay, so the first barrier, I would say, um, not just for potters, but like in everyone, in all parts of their life, is just that idea that it doesn't matter, you know, what you do at your at the individual level. Um, and sort of there's this idea, you think, oh, well, what I'm doing is so small, you know, I'm not going to make a difference. Um, and, you know, that that is an attitude, that is a kind of like a way of thinking, basically. Um, but what I would say to that is that... Um, the actions of every single individual no matter how big or small make a difference you know if you're thinking about like collective action you know just tiny actions taken by a huge number of people are going to have like an incredible impact so I think there is that idea you think it's just me on my own um, you know what's the point but actually like uh, you know just think of just think of like how like the force of of loads of people doing the same action Um, and, um, there's a book I read recently actually called um, The Self Delusion by an author called Tom Oliver and it was a really interesting book because it was basically saying that the idea of being an ind- individual is actually a myth and that actually all people are connected intrinsically to their environment or and also to each other and also to like this whole host of kind of other things like microorganisms and stuff. So we think that we're like an individual but we're actually always operating as part of like a kind of um you know collective kind of entity so um you know if you think of yourself like less as an individual more as like you know a, a part of like a system then um you know you can have a you can have an impact um so um that's one thing I'd say you know that kind of like uh fatalism whatever like uh it's easy to think that but yes everyone does make a difference and it is worth you know any action no matter how small does make a difference um okay so the second um barrier that potters face is really just like not knowing um how to make their practice more eco-conscious um you know what things are going to have an impact um even where to start uh even even trying to find out more about pottery materials I have found all of those barriers to kind of trying to make the changes so first of all trying to understand like the impact of the materials I was using but also um like in terms of like what I could actually do about it in the future so like tools techniques you know so it's it can often feel kind of overwhelming just thinking I don't know enough to even know what to do sort of thing um so I've been there (laughs) and I've spent a really long time researching um eco-conscious pottery and different materials in the pottery industry different techniques different tools different ways of doing things um I've basically spent years um, doing (laughs) research on this and um, yeah it was tricky um but i just really didn't want you know other potters to have to go through the same kind of um starting at the very beginning sort of part of the process that i did so i've put everything i know into some into some ebooks and courses as well so they're all on the oxford clay website so if you're interested in just thinking like oh, i don't know i don't know where to start i really don't know what what to do i don't know anything about the materials i'm using then um eco-friendly pottery um so that's that's got 30 simple ways um that book it's um I've got 30 simple ways of making um you know pottery practice more eco-friendly basically and it just goes through like the different aspects of pottery and just some kind of real quick wins in terms of like what you can do um you know to make your to have a big impact basically on you know making your pottery more eco-conscious and then um you know if you kind of really diving into the detail like glazing materials and you think oh you know just got a sneaking suspicion that the glaze i'm using i don't know where it comes from i don't know you know how ethical it is i don't know where the ingredients like what the ingredients are so like if you're interested more in sort of glazing um then there's another book called eco-conscious pottery glazing which um is like it goes into detail of every single kind of glaze making material that potters will use and um you know also like how to deter a really good way of like understanding the environmental and social impact of a pottery material that you might be using sort of how to how to use data you know that's out there to um, make um, decisions about which pottery material to use but it's also got like a lot of that data is already in that book so if you're thinking like oh I just need to know like you know should I be using cobalt or not should I be using copper oxide or not you know it's got it's really it's got the information in there and you can make that decision for yourself about like um you know whether you want to use that pottery material you know in your pottery so um yeah so those materials like hopefully you know they could sort of be part of um like the the picture in terms of like learning more about like the pottery materials and um, you know different practices and you know um, how where materials even come from but there's loads of other resources actually out there and these are some of the resources that I used when I was like actually researching pottery materials so there's a really good website called called digitalfire.com and digitalfire.com basically um is like a, it's a really fantastic description of every single kind of pottery material basically and it, it's incredible it basically lists out every single pot of material pottery material and kind of like the kind of kind of chemical structure of it and also um, it's just all about it really like if you're thinking I don't even know what this pottery material is I would say digitalfire.com is a great resource for, because it will basically just goes into like what the material is and um you know (laughs) what even it's made from oh it's from a rock okay great (laughs) so um yeah that's a really really fantastic resource um another resource um are just general kind of like that I've used actually are just general kind of like journalistic articles on um kind of mining and um global you know global supply chains and stuff so um for example um I read a really good article which was about um kind of artisanal the artisanal mining uh sector and um you know just the fact that there's not really um enough like data on sort of like health and safety and stuff like that and that was just so you know you can sort of like uh if you can like you know you can google your pottery material that you want to find out more about and then could you know it could come up in like searches in terms of like um you know um in the uk we have a newspaper called the guardian they've written quite a lot about like cobalt for example um so yeah there's lots of like journalistic resources out there um for you to um like research like different pottery materials um and um another really good resource is um sort of like um global organizations like reports so um amnesty international basically they've got some really fantastic information on in particular you know they do you know sort of different mining industries but in particular they've got great resources on the cobalt mining industry um, in the democratic republic of congo and um, just you know the kind of um, environmental and social harm that that's you know potentially causing in that area and, um, yeah, so they've got some great reports you can just, you know, just download off their website and read all about that, um, yeah, so I definitely recommend Amnesty International as a fantastic resource, you know, they've done some very comprehensive research on, um, yeah, cobalt mining, in the DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo. So, um, okay, so let's go on to, like, the third barrier that potters can face, um, and I think this is probably, probably the most difficult, and, that is basically that you know as a potter it's like you've worked really hard you've got a you know a defined aesthetic which you've you know worked really hard it's like you know you're it's coming from your heart your cre- you know your creative heart and like you know you've spent years like honing your craft potentially or you know you know you've just um got an idea in your mind you're trying to like you know put it into practice and this can be really difficult to kind of change your practice. Um so for example, when I was actually um when I first started like Oxford Clay, um I used um I didn't know I didn't use any metal oxides at all. I was mean, just colour colouring pottery naturally using um plant ash glazes. And um I used to have like quite a lot of people would say to me like, oh you know, this is nice, but can you make it in like blue or can you make it in green? and you know at that time I hadn't worked out that actually I could make my own metal oxides from recycled metal uh, which you know if you're interested in that there's um, a video course um, on the Oxford Clay website and also um, actually it tells you how to do that in the um, eco-conscious pottery glazing book if you're interested in making your own copper oxide and iron oxide um, it tells you how to do that in that book Um, so um essentially like i think it's quite tricky you think like i don't know you can make one thing and you can have like you know values maybe associated with it but when it actually comes to making work that is like you know that you also feel is like you know really beautiful from your heart you know what you want to be making those two things can kind of sometimes be opposing um know because you're kind of maybe you're trying to limit your use of certain materials and stuff so um I'd say that's quite tricky um you know and another aspect of that is you might have really established processes that you use and so you think well I can't change these now this is just the way I you know make my stuff and um you know I don't I don't want to change like the way I'm making my pottery and um actually (laughs) as a funny example of this like um I um uh, a sort of um pottery group um, reached out to me and they said oh hi you know we have like a newsletter a monthly newsletter um, for our potters and this was in, in a part of England and they said you know would you consider you know maybe writing like a part of our newsletter you know on like maybe eco-conscious pottery uh, things you can do you know as a potter and I was like yeah that's fine so I wrote and um, and then they wrote back and they said oh we think this is kind of maybe a bit like um, kind of too extreme for our members basically they're sort of saying that they thought, you know, uh, they basically said that their group of potters are very established in the ways that they work, and that they don't think they would be really like open to those ideas. And so they kind of asked me to like take take some bits out, change some bits, and um, which, you no, know, I, I did, you know. But like it just it just shows that actually, once you've got a good making method, it is hard to change. And um, yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of kind of there's some of some pottery materials are kind of it, it do kind of create an in- uncomfortable truth basically about about you know um the way the ways in which they're mind from the earth and you know their impact on people animals and the environment so um yeah i mean this is down to like the individual person isn't it it's like about you know you're armed with the knowledge um you know the you know in terms of like finding out you know how a pottery material where it comes from and then you know you, every potter can make their own choice basically about whether they want to use that in their work or or not you know so um i would say like um yeah there are the resources out there and like I said if you if you want just some like easy to access resources those two books are like you know that there I wrote them basically to collect all the knowledge that I'd uh, sort of found <laughs> over like a long time kind of researching um, just to make it as easy as possible to kind of like you know get that get that knowledge basically and then you know you can make the informed decision from there so um yeah so i hope you found that episode useful um i hope it hasn't been too like uh kind of depressing (laughs) um that it was like you know yeah it's uh it it can be tricky but you know nothing is insurmountable and every individual you know can make a difference so that's what like that's what we'll end on (laughs) every individual's actions are you know important so um yeah so really looking forward to seeing you on the next episode and happy potting until then